Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Good afternoon, America. Welcome to the conservative, socialist, liberal, libertarian, communist, LGBTQ, people, all the boat rockers who are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed, to the Sons of Liberty radio show, uh, where we use the Bible and the Constitution, not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at sonsoflibertymedia.com, and for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible. As the authoritative Word of God, glad that you guys have joined us this afternoon. Um, yes, it's me. Bradley is not in. Uh, he sounds, he just sounds absolutely beat. And I, I know he's been doing hours and hours and hours of driving uh, because he's going to be faithful to what he says. He's not going to go along with the narrative. He's not going to pretend with people uh, about what they're trying to put, what they're trying to do to us to get us to submit to their tyranny. And uh, so he wanted me to fill in for him, and so that's what I'm going to try to do today. Uh, he did give me a message, though. He wanted you guys to know that uh, they were just in Rancho Santa Fe, California, at an event last night, and if you've been to one of those, they can go anywhere from a couple hours to several hours, uh, depending on how well he gets going and if the people are taking it, uh, taking it in, and usually they are, and uh, then time to talk with people afterwards as well. And um, so they'll be heading out, I think, Tomorrow or, or today, today or tomorrow, something like that, they'll be heading out, going to, uh, towards Wisconsin at the Wisconsin Constitutional Party State Convention on July the 10th. Uh, he says 2,500 miles there, 2,500 miles back. Oh, my goodness. I, I, I got to tell you, I, I sympathize with Bradley because I think the longest – I used to drive in construction – and I would drive either, usually it was like four hours to Raleigh, or if I had several stops, like I would do service, I'd stop in Greensboro and do Raleigh, Durham area, and then go down to Wilmington and even on into Fayetteville and Fort Bragg in the same day from South Carolina here. And there was, there was a lot of driving. But the longest trip I took was in to Texas with my boys. We drove, we left Friday morning, drove straight through, got in, you know, 
I don't know what it was, one o'clock or something in Texas where we were going down below Houston, slept for a few hours, picked up an, uh, an RV that somebody had given us, and we drove back. And I was wiped out. So I know Bradley, he's drove a lot further than that, still has a lot of miles ahead of him. Please, please be in prayer for Bradley because he does. He sounds exhausted. He really does. And uh, so what I wanted to do today in thinking of what I want to talk about in the show here is to bring us back to remembrance. You know, throughout Scripture, you see the term remember, 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 and God telling us as, um, you know, as, as fathers, remind your children of what I've done in the past. Specifically, I think it's Psalm 78, calling us to remind our children of the wonderful works of God. And uh, it's a busy house, so if you hear a little noise going on, I've tried to ever, everybody to be quiet, but they're preparing tomorrow to bring in family and everybody else here for a, a, a big get-together tomorrow afternoon. So bear with me in that. But we're to remind each other and our children about the wonderful works of God, the things that He has done. And I have a question. How many of you remember, I mean, really remember, not that, oh yeah, we want our freedom, uh, we want our independence, from Great Britain, okay? But how many of you remember what all that entailed when it comes to Independence Day? Stop and ask yourself that. You don't have to, you know, call in, although you should call in. 1-866-582-9933. 1-866-582-9933. I'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, got two hours ahead of us today. And uh, I know I didn't mention it, but if you were listening by way of GCN, and you'd like to watch the video portion of the radio show, you can go over to sonsoflibertymedia.com, scroll down on the right side of the page. It's the top video. It's We're not on the Facebook feed because on my browser, Facebook won't bring up the video. So I know you guys are seeing it. We had this issue before, but it's the top video there. Click on that. Uh, you can watch the morning show we did with Kate uh, all the way from England and at a, at a castle, no doubt, uh, this morning. Some great history and uh, you can find out how you can help Kate. Kate has been a giver to our show. We give her we give her the platform to speak on. She's been helping our people and everything uh, with health issues and stuff for a long time, over a year now. And uh, so she is in need of our help, both prayers and financially. Watch that show. Check it out. We've got the archive up as well, right here. Click on that. That's got a link to her crowdfunding. There's some serious legal issues that are going on there. I don't mean to get sidetracked, but there it is. And then if you want to donate, you know where to find that. That's top of sonsoflibertymedia.com. Partner with us as well, Sons of Liberty, or as a son or daughter of Liberty there, and our store is available as well. But when I ask you, have you thought about what all went into the War for Independence? Imagine how much oppression, how much tyranny was going on at the time. It's not even to the point it is in America, okay? I'm going to give you some examples of some of that stuff here in just a moment that our forefathers endured, okay? And yet we continue to sit back. We are keyboard warriors or we're passing memes or we're saying, oh, those dumb people in Washington or those stupid people up there when really they're getting paid for their crimes, when there should be justice right? Justice and liberty for all. That's what it's supposed to be. That is a biblical understanding of how 
law is supposed to work. It's supposed to take care of the evildoers. It's not to be oppressive to those who do what is good and to do what is right. And so what I want to do during the show, and it may take all two hours, but if you want to call in and put your input in, I'd love to hear from you again, one 582 I'm going to go back to the Declaration of Independence. And many of you have maybe not read it in a while, or you've not heard it. And so what I want to do is I want to take some time to read that. Then I want to go back and show you some of the things that our forefathers were enduring at that time or just prior to the Declaration of Independence. And I want to remind you of what they were willing to face in order to obtain independence and to flee and resist the tyranny that was on them. So stick with us on that. And again, if you want to call in, the number is 1-866-582-9933, sonsoflibertyradio.com and sonsoflibertymedia.com. We'll be right back. It was William Booth who founded the Salvation Army that said, I consider that the chief dangers which confront the coming century will be religion without the Holy Ghost, Christianity without Christ, forgiveness without repentance, salvation without generation, politics without God, and heaven without hell. It was also the same William Booth who said, if you want to change the future, then you're going to have to trouble the present. Well, we here at the Sons of Liberty have always been a troubler of the present to preserve our future for generations to come. And you can be a part of it too. Go to SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and click on the Spread the Word button where you can join us in taking part in winning this nation for Christ by becoming a son or daughter of liberty. You can also make a one-time donation as well by clicking the Donate Securely button on our landing page. We cannot do this apart from you. We are all together in this fight to win America back unto Christ and restore us back to the foundations that made us great. Go to SonsOfLibertyRadio.com today. As you listen to the show today, you're probably thinking, how can I be a part of changing culture and restoring this country for our posterity? Well, we at the Sons of Liberty have an answer for you. Pick up the phone and call radio stations in your hometown. Tell them you want to hear the Sons of Liberty on your AM and FM stations. Help us multiply the message that we deliver to the nation every day. And equip your community with the truth that is protecting our liberty for generations to come. Remember, we can do this together. Ready to set brush fires of freedom in the minds of men? Well, start your engines with some high-octane truth-telling on the Sons of Liberty Morning Show. We'll bring you news and commentary from a Christian worldview using the Bible and the Constitution. Not to see who's on the right or on the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. Get on the inside track every weekday at 6 a.m. Eastern and Saturdays at 8 a.m. Eastern on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Stop aging now. Restore those joints. Boost your strength. Because it's official. Nutramedical has released the most exciting, powerful anti-aging supplement on the market. Dr. Bill Deagle's Red Deer Velvet DR has been approved by the U.S. Patent Office. Imagine stem cell rejuvenation all in one capsule without huge expense. Dr. Bill MD discovered that as an unborn baby grows in the mother's womb, he or she does not deteriorate or physically age. Red Deer Velvet DR, like the uterus, provides 300 biomolecules and six hormones protected in one special DR. 
PDR capsule that delivers lipid packages directly into your circulation. This patented technology bypasses the stomach and is released into the small bowel unaltered by digestive enzymes and stomach acid. Remember, Red Deer Velvet DR. Improve endurance, simulate your immune system, increase learning ability, and even improve sexual libido with Red Deer Velvet DR. Click NutriMedical.com. That's N-U-T-R-I Medical.com. Or call toll-free 888-212-8871 and get on the road to a newer, rejuvenated, happier you. We had a little problem with the Rumble, Bradley, let me know, and I reset it again. So we should be streaming out there on Rumble, the, the link there on the page, and also at Before It's News on the front page there should be live now. Uh, it's showing that it's connected, so <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, and it's a little hard to do it when you're the one-man band. <laughs> I, can't, I can't order somebody to just put that in there. So anyway, we are live now on Rumble. And that's also on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com before it's news. And uh, I appreciate you guys' patience with me. All right. So let's go here to the Declaration of Independence. Here's what it, here's what it says. Now, I'm going to go back. I'm going to kind of do this this way, and I'm going to go backwards with it, okay, of some of the things that they were oppressed with. They're going to list some of these things here. In Congress, July the 4th, 1776, the unanimous declaration of the 13 United States of America when in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them. A decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, and that they are endowed by the Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form, any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it. That's the form of government that's doing that, okay? And to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes. And accordingly, all experience has shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer with evils, or excuse me, while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of events or abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object, evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. Such has been the patient sufferance of these colonies, and such is now the necessity which constrains them to alter their former systems of government. The history of the present king of Great Britain is a history of repeated injuries and usurpations, 
all having in direct object the establishment of an absolute tyranny over these states. To prove this, let facts be submitted to a candid world. And here's what they list. He has refused his assent to laws, the most wholesome and necessary for the public good. He has forbidden his governors to pass laws to immediate and pressing importance, unless suspended in their operation till his assent should be obtained, and when so suspended, he has utterly neglected to attend to them. He has refused to pass other laws for the accommodation of large districts of people, unless those people would relinquish the right of representation in the legislator, legislature, excuse me, a right inestimable, inestimable to them and formidable to tyrants only. He has called together legislative bodies at places unusual, uncomfortable, and distant from the depository of their public records for the sole purpose of fatiguing them into compliance with his measures. He has dissolved representative houses repeatedly for opposing with manly firmness his invasions on the rights of the people. He has refused for a long time for such dissolutions to cause others to be elected, whereby the legislative powers, incapable of annihilation, have returned to the people at large for their exercise, the state remaining in the meantime exposed to all the dangers of invasion from without and convulsions within. He has endeavored to prevent the population of these states for that purpose obstructing the laws for naturalization of foreigners, refusing to pass others to encourage their migrations hither, and raising the conditions of new appropriations of land. He has obstructed the administration of justice by refusing his assent to laws for establishing judiciary powers. He has made judges dependent on his will alone for the tenure of their offices and the amount and payment of their salaries. He has erected a multitude of new offices and sent hither swarms of officers to harass our people and eat out their substance. He has kept among us in times of peace standing armies without the consent of our legislatures. He has affected to render the military independent of and superior to the civil power. He has combined with others to subject us to a jurisdiction foreign to our Constitution and acknowledged by our laws, giving his assent to their acts of pretended legislation, for quartering large bodies of armed troops among us, for protecting them by a mock trial from punishment for any murders which they should commit on the inhabitants of these states, for cutting off our trade with all parts of the world, for imposing taxes on us without our consent, for deriving us, or excuse me, for depriving us in many cases of the benefits of trial by jury, for transporting us beyond seas to be tried for pretended offenses, for abolishing the free system of English laws in a neighboring province, establishing therein an arbitrary government and enlarging its boundaries so as to render it at once an example and fit instrument for introducing the same absolute rule into these colonies for taking away our charters, abolishing our most valuable laws, and altering fundamentally the forms of our governments, for suspending our own legislatures and declaring them themselves invested with power to legislate for us in all cases whatsoever. He has abdicated government here by declaring us 
out of his protection and waging war against us. He has plundered our seas, ravaged our coasts, burnt our towns, and destroyed the lives of our people. He is at this time transporting large armies of foreign mercenaries to complete the works of death, desolation, and tyranny, already begun with circumstances of cruelty and perfidy, scarcely paralleled in the most barbarous ages and totally unworthy the head of a civilized nation. He has constrained our fellow citizens taken captive on the high seas to bear arms against their country, to become the executioners of their friends and brethren, or to fall themselves by their hands. He has, exci- he has excited domestic insurrections among us and has endeavored to bring on the inhabitants of our frontiers, the merciless Indian savages, whose known rule of warfare is an undistinguished destruction of all ages, sexes, and conditions." In every stage of these oppressions, we have petitioned for redress in the most humble terms. Our repeated petitions have been answered only by repeated injury. A prince whose character is thus marked by every act which may define a tyrant is unfit to be the ruler of a free people. Nor have we been wanting in attentions to our British brethren. We have warned them from time to time of attempts by their legislature to extend an unwarrantable jurisdiction over us. We have reminded them of the circumstances of our immigration and settlement here. We have appealed to their native justice and magnanimity, and we have conjured them by the ties of our common kindred to disavow these usurpations, which would inevitably interrupt our connections and correspondence. They, too, have been deaf to the voice of justice and of consanguinity. We must, therefore, acquiesce in the necessity which denounces our separation and hold them as we hold the rest of mankind, enemies in war, in peace, friends. We therefore, the representatives of the United States of America and General Congress assembled, appealing to the supreme judge of the world for the rectitude of our intentions, do in the name and by authority of the good people of these colonies, solemnly publish and declare that these united colonies are and of right ought to be free and independent states, that they are absolved from all allegiance to the British crown, and that all political connection between them and the state of Great Britain is and ought to be totally dissolved, and that as free and independent states, they have full power to levy war, conclude peace, contract alliances, establish commerce, and to do all other acts and things which independent states may of right do, and for the support of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of the divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. That, my friends, is the Declaration of Independence. Do you want to know where you get your rights? You don't get them from the state. You don't get them from Joe Biden. You don't get them from Donald Trump. You don't get them from Congress. You get them from God. And you appeal to God when they have violated those rights. On the other side of the break, we're going to take some of that up. one 586 The way things are going these days, do you ever ask yourself, when is the other shoe going to drop? The warning signs are everywhere. The next big danger is food shortages. That's why Americans are learning to be self-reliant and getting their emergency long-term food storage from My Patriot Supply. We're America's trusted leader in emergency preparedness. Over the past decade, My Patriot Supply has served millions of families and helped them prepare. Our delicious meal kits average 2,000 calories per day and stay fresh in storage up to 25 years. 
This is reliable food that will be there when disasters strike. And with the way things are going, you should grab some now. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com, order a starter kit for each member of your family, and we'll ship everything quickly and discreetly to your door. Don't wait and scramble with the masses when the news breaks. Instead, prepare today for what's coming. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. USA Radio News. I'm Brad Bernards. A powerful mudslide carrying a deluge of black water and debris crashed into rows of houses in a town west of Tokyo following heavy rains on Saturday, leaving at least 19 people missing, officials said. As many as 80 homes in Atami were completely buried, according to an official with the Fire and Disaster Management Agency. Hurricane Elsa is set to batter southern Hispaniola and Jamaica with heavy rain and high winds on Saturday in Cuba later this weekend. For the holiday, here's CNN's Tyler Molden. Overall, it looks fine, um, except for, again, Boston and New York. You'll see some rainfall. We have thunderstorms in the mix across the Gulf Coast, temperature of 90 degrees in Memphis, and then, as you can see, Salt Lake City, 102 degrees. Have a safe Fourth of July weekend, everyone. I'm meteorologist Tyler Molden. This is USA Radio News. The two-decade war in Afghanistan has given U.S. spies a perch for keeping tabs on terrorist groups that might once again use the beleaguered nation to plan attacks against the U.S. homeland. But that will end soon. The withdrawal of U.S. troops from Afghanistan is leaving intelligence agencies scrambling for other ways to monitor and stop terrorists. Gazing at the mountain of rubble that had buried her father, uncle, and dozens of others, a 12-year-old girl moved away from her relatives, sat down by herself, and pulled out her phone. She opened a collection of psalms and began to pray. Elisheva Cohen's moment of reflection at the site of the Florida condominium collapse captivated the Surfside mayor and led to an introduction to President Joe Biden, who asked to meet her Thursday when he arrived to console families affected by the disaster. It's bad enough to lose somebody. But the hard part, the really hard part, is to not know whether they're surviving or not. This is USA Radio News. Hello? Congratulations. For what? For losing all that weight. How'd you do it so fast? ASAP. ASAP what? What's that mean? Are you ready to get as skinny as possible, as soon as possible, as simple as possible, and as sexy as possible? I'm listening. Then get with the ASAP program. It's real and it works. No smooth talk, no slick advertising, and no exaggerated claims of success. I've got to know more. Welcome to ASAP, as slim as possible. Whether you have 10, 20, or 50 pounds to lose, ASAP is your weight loss answer. ASAP targets the abnormal fat reserves and makes them available to be burned as fuel and contains no caffeine or hormones. Order ASAP at wholesale prices or join the team to share the business with others. Go to GCNteam.com or call 855-GCN-MALL. That's 855-426-6255. GCNteam.com or 855-426-6255. Lose weight and look great with ASAP, as slim as possible. I got caught up in uh, reading that and making some comments, and I, I heard the music barely, and uh, so we cut out there. Sorry about that. If you'd like to call in, one 582 9933 
and sonsoflibertyradio.com, sonsoflibertymedia.com. Now, I just read to you the Declaration of Independence, and somebody made the comment in the chat that, that it really reflects what Scripture says, and it does. Indeed, it does. Let me give you a few examples here. When they talk about the fact that there is the law of nature and of nature's God, okay, they're talking about the God of Scripture. They're talking about the Creator. They're talking about the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what it was understood in the United States of America at that time. Okay? Go back and read. For, for two, at least 200 years or more, there were preachers, there were Christians who not only had preachers who preached the Word of God, they sought to try to live it. Now, they didn't have a perfect society. I'm not talking about this. Was, I'm not trying to romanticize anything. They had their bad guys they had to deal with. I'm going to give you some of those in a bit. They had bad guys that they had to deal with. But they always held the standard was the Bible. That's what they held to. And the Bible tells us in Psalm 19.1, it says, The heavens are telling the glory of God, and their expanse is declaring the work of His hands. Romans 1.20, For since the creation of the world, His invisible attributes, His eternal power and divine nature, His Godhead, have been clearly seen, being understood through what has been made, so that they are without excuse. Who's without excuse? Men. Men, knows, men know there, there's a God. There is, let me put it to you this way, there is no such thing as an atheist. There, there just isn't. They know there's a God. They choose to suppress that knowledge of God and their requirement to obey Him and honor Him as God, and they suppress it in unrighteousness. Why? Because they wanted to be the lawgiver. They want to determine what's right for them and what's wrong for them. They don't want God telling them, it's just like Adam and Eve, they don't want God telling them that. They want to choose for themselves what can make them wise. Okay? So these guys recognize that. That's just one. I can give you several others. Um, we're talking about the fact that all men are created equal. We get this from Galatians 3.28. There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free man, there is neither male nor female, for you're all one in Christ Jesus. And Colossians 3.11, a renewal in which there is no distinction between Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave and free man, but Christ is all and in all. And there, there's, there's a ton of it where these ideas came out. I mean, it would have been great if they had done like those before them and put in, by the way, you can find this in you know, a reference there, where you could find it in Scripture. So it was clearly laid out that people couldn't say, oh, well, they're just picking up all these other things. And they're putting their own thinkings in there. No, they're not putting their own musings in there. They were appealing to Scripture because they were appealing to heaven. Now, with that said, I did an article several years ago um, on the British coming to take the colonists' weapons. You remember that? This was the whole night of why Paul Revere rode through the streets saying the British, is, the British are coming. And when I did that, there were several things that I made note of. And here they are. Following the events of December the 16th, 1773, in which the Sons of Liberty in Boston made a political protest of the tax policy of the British government and the East India Company that controlled all the tea that was imported into the colonies in Boston Harbor, 
Disguised as Indians, a group numbering anywhere from 30 to 130 men dumped 342 chests of tea into the sea over the course of three hours. As a result of this protest, Parliament, with the direct encouragement of King George III, passed the Coercive Acts, or as they were properly known, the Restraining Acts in 1774. And that consisted of the following acts, the Boston Port Act, the Quartering Act, and the Administration of Justice Act, Massachusetts Government Act. That's the final one. So they had had enough, okay? They had put up with, like, my goodness, it was like a 2 or 3% tax. That was the most they had. And somebody was joking with me the other day, said that maybe we need to make a, an image so that we can see what's going on here and put people like, uh, Obama and Donald Trump and Joe Biden in front of uh, King George and, and have King George say, are you missing me yet? Because the point is, is the tyranny was very real for our forefathers, okay? In fact, it was so real that there are numerous examples that I give, and I'll have this up, I'll have the link up because we'll do a uh, archive of this show as well today. I'll have a link up so that you can read some of these things. And I, I borrowed heavily from David Kopel, um on this issue, and he writes a lot of, of gun commentary and speaking about things. But there was a guy by the name of General Thomas Gage up in Massachusetts, the royal governor. They, they like their titles, don't they? Jesus spoke about that, didn't he? They, they love the, the praise of men. So here's General Thomas Gage. He forbid town meetings from taking place more than once a year. I like them apples. He forbid town meetings from taking place more than once a year. And when an illegal meeting was taking place in Salem, what did he do? He'd go out there and say, hey, guys, you're not supposed to do this. And no, he sent his dragoons in there, the Redcoats, to break it up. But what happened? See, here's the difference between then and now. Listen to what happened. Those dragoons were met with 3,000 armed Americans. And who do you think won the day there? That's right. The Dragoons turned, tucked their tail, and retreated. Okay? This is when they had the Minutemen. I don't even know if kids are still taught that in schools anymore. That they are to be ready to be called on within a minute to respond to this kind of tyranny or a, a, some kind of a defensive posture if the people are being attacked. And so here the people were. They were forbid to have town square meetings, except for once a year. So the British realized that they could not control the people with only 2,000 troops in Boston because <laughs> they got met with 3,000 you know, farmers and other people who were there who were armed. Do you see how important arms are to the populace? It keeps the tyrants at bay. It keeps them in check. It puts them in their place. And nobody was running around going, oh, we can't have violence here. No, 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 no. They were coming out for violence because let me, let me inform some people who are not aware of this. Sometimes violence is good. 
sometimes it is good. It is good to be violent to stop those who are committing atrocities against other people. It is a good thing to act violently against those who are committing crimes against the innocent. That is a good thing. Again, we can go back through the Old Testament. You know, just in just one that everybody knows, David and Goliath. That was a violent confrontation that ended with a giant's head being cut off. Was David sinning when he did it? Nope. Actually, David was doing what everybody else should have been doing. And God was with him. Now, here's the thing. These militiamen, and this is what I've been talking about for months. Many of you know this. We've heard the calls for defunding the police in our country. And I've said, okay, fine. But you better fill it with the constitutional means of law enforcement, and that is the people. You better be willing to step up and enforce the law. And we are the constitutional law enforcers. The people are. The militia. All right? And what what has our government done? They've said, no, no, no. The militia, they're they're to be demonized. We're to take them out. We're to take them down. We're to we're to, to say no to militias. They're really bad. And yet that's not what is in our Constitution. That's not what they swore to uphold. Another flavor of what's going on here. On September the 1st, 1774, just before dawn, Governor Gage sent approximately 260 redcoats up the Mystic River to seize several hundred barrels of powder from the Charleston Powder House, and this became known as the Powder Alarm. The militia at the time produced 20,000 men <laughs> Can we get 20,000 men to join the militia today? I'm not talking about National Guard. I'm talking about the guys who don't have to sign on the dotted line. They just say, yep, I'm going to be there. They train, and they're ready to, to, to go to work if they have to do that. 20,000 men mobilized and began marching towards Boston. American colonists believed that if the British were going to use force or violence to seize arms or powder, it was an act of war, and they would respond in kind. So what happened? Here's David Copel. Here's what he has to write uh, on what took place. Five days after the powder alarm on September 6th, the militia of the towns of Worcester County assembled on the Worcester Common. Backed by the formidable array, the Worcester Convention took over the reins of government, ordered the resignations of all militia officers who had received their commissions from the royal governor. The officers promptly resigned and then received new commissions from the Worcester Convention. That same day, the people of Suffolk County, which includes Boston, assembled and adopted the Suffolk Resolves. The 19-point Resolves complained about the powder alarm and then took control of the local militia away from the royal governor by replacing the governor's appointed officers with officers elected by the militia and resolved to engage in group practice with arms at least weekly. We're coming up against the break here. Let me finish that on the other side of the break, and uh, we'll be we'll be concluding this part here because uh, we're going to bring on uh, a friend of mine, David Rizzolata. We're going to talk about his new book here in a little bit. One eight six six five eight two nine nine three three. Sunsdelivery Radio dot com. Sunsdeliverymedia dot com. 
At the Sons of Liberty, we are in the trenches doing what it takes to protect our liberty. If you are already supporting our work as a son or daughter of liberty, we cannot say thank you enough. All we do is made possible by the generosity of faithful supporters like you. Together, we are having a positive impact on the future of this country we all love so much. If you have not yet partnered with us financially, we ask you today to consider becoming a son or daughter of liberty. Call 1-866-233-0747 or online at sonsoflibertyradio.com. Be a part of the team that brings responses like this. Hi, I am Naomi from Montana. Bradley Dean is going into the schools enlightening our youth about important issues. He is also waging war in spiritual wickedness in high places. I want to encourage you to put aside denominational differences and stand behind this man of God because divided as a nation we shall fall. Become a son or daughter of liberty at sonsoflibertyradio.com. No other network provides the level of customer service we do. When it comes to radio advertising, we are your one-stop shop. And no matter how big or small your business is, we can help. Email us at advertise at GCNlive.com and an experienced advertising executive will help you take the first step towards driving more customers to your business or website. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. Yes, the pandemic is coming to an end. Restrictions are coming to an end. But body aches and pains never seem to end. That's why you need to click sunny-bay.com for the best sleep you can get. Sunny Bay's legendary products can help, like our lavender stress-reducing products, locally sourced and handmade in the USA. Or try Sunny Bay's award-winning pillows for traveling or extra neck support while sleeping. No need for pills or expensive chiropractic visits. Our neck support pillows are that good. Sunny Bay is a homegrown, small business, but our products are designed and rigorously tested based on your demand and feedback. And they make great gifts for mom, dad, or anyone. Find Sunny Bay products on Amazon, Walmart, Etsy, or at sunny-bay.com. And right now, get free heat patches and a belt with any purchase. So remember, Sunny Bay heating pads, neck pillows, and stress-relieving hot or cold wraps as restrictions come to an end and you get back to work. Do it the healthy way with Sunny Bay. Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? It only takes about 30 seconds. The Mech Tech Carbine Upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. Alright, welcome back. Almost in the first hour here. We've got another hour ahead of us on the other side of the end in a few minutes here. Alright? So let me finish the what I was reading there from David Copel concerning what had, had taken place um, after Gage had responded here. The First Continental Congress, which had just assembled in Philadelphia, unanimously endorsed the Sulphic Resolves and urged all the other colonies to send supplies to help the Bostonians. Governor Gage directed the Redcoats to begin general warrantless searches for arms and ammunition. According to the Boston Gazette, of all General Gage's offenses, what most irritated the people was seizing their arms and ammunition. Nothing's changed. (laughs) Why? Because they knew 
if their if their guns were taken, the tyrant was going to do to them whatever he wanted to do. And they had no way to defend themselves. And listen, the atrocities, some of these atrocities are a lot worse than what we face, but some of them are not. We're facing some that are a lot worse than what they have. Let me, let me give you, for instance, I'm going to give you a couple examples here. This is just in, in some recent news that's come out. Take, for instance, this judge right here. Judge, I believe his name is Richard Fry from Ohio's Franklin County. Here's what he said. He has ordered that American citizens to undergo experimental, quote-unquote, vaccine medical experiments as a requirement for probation. And you go, I know I can hear some people already saying, well, those people gave up their rights. Wait a minute. You don't give up your right to have somebody stick anything they want to in your body. Even if you have committed, you don't, you don't do that. Now, if they're going to administer justice, let's, let's be straight about this. If they're going to administer justice and the person is committed a capital crime, they're not going to be around to have this medical experiment. You see, our founding fathers and those before them followed biblical law, which was written into the state law. We got some music playing there, guys. Thank you. Thank you, though. We appreciate that. Okay, so what's going on here? The the states would follow the law of God because it was codified in their state laws. Okay? And even unlike, remember what I was talking about with the Declaration of Independence or even the Constitution, there's no references. Okay, where are you getting this from? Is this coming? You guys just get together and put this in. There's no references there. And we can see biblical thought. I, I pointed some of that out to you in uh, the Declaration of Independence. But they codified it in the law, and then they followed the law as far as the justification, excuse me, the, um, as justification for the just punishment of violation of just law. Okay? And let me just give you for instance here. Again, this comes from an article I've done. I'll have, I'll have these linked in if you want to check them out. This one is on the issue of sodomy. We just came out of a month where, you know, the president, or excuse me, let me change that. The illegitimate man in the People's White House has declared it to be Pride Month. I just want to warn people, pride goes before a fall. God hates the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Okay? And we, they, just, they just pushed all that, that sodomite, Sodom and Gomorrah agenda, and it wasn't just Biden. Trump was doing it too, guys, okay? So, so don't give me the Republican-Democrat stuff. We've been doing that, and the people have been allowing it. We've been standing back, in many cases, cursing the darkness instead of exposing it 
and then going to rescue people with the gospel, because I'll remind you that if you go to the book of Corinthians, what you'll find is some of those believers used to be engaged in the same sins. And the Bible says that they were washed, that they were cleansed. So I don't think the people are so far gone they can't be one, because we obviously have people in the New Testament who were won by the gospel. But in the early start, if you will, around the time of our, of our founders, not only was it codified in law, and it was done before that, uh, several years, hundreds of years actually before that, in the States, what happened? Well, they understood what the Bible said, and they understood what the law said, and they understood what the punishment was for it, okay? On one show, I had read from William Bradford's on Plymouth Plantation about a young man, uh, he, I forget his name right now, but he had engaged in what they called buggery. He was engaging in bestiality. Okay? Several different kinds of animals. And so the people took this young man, I think he was 15 or 16 years old, if I recall correctly, brought him out to a gallows, had dug a pit, took all of the animals that he had buggered, killed them in front of him, and then they hung him. Okay. When we go back into law, we see that Blackstone had upheld it. He said, it is, it is the crime is the more detestable, may be applied to another offense of a still deeper malignity, the infamous crime of nature. And yet, it is running rampant across the mockingbird media, out of the mouths of corrupt politicians, and other people are being pulled into it to say, yeah, there's not a problem with it. They're not doing anything to me, right? And yet, it was considered a crime against nature, and that would be against nature's God. Okay? That comes back to the Declaration of Independence. The one who created nature is nature's God. Okay? But it's more than that. Every one of the states had laws against sodomy. And they based it upon Leviticus 20.13. If a man lie with mankind, as he lieth with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination that shall surely be put to death. So they went for just laws, just punishment. What was the tyrant doing? He was ignoring the law. He was ignoring their rights. He was ignoring God because, as Bradley says, he was at war with God. He was just evidencing that internal war with God against the people of God. Let me give you a few instances here of just law and just punishment that comes straight from the Bible. New York's law said this, that the detestable and abominable vice of buggery or sodomy shall be from henceforth a judged felony, and that every person being therefore convicted by verdict, confession, or outlawry, which is unlawful flight to avoid persecution, shall be hanged by the neck until he or she be dead. That's New York. That's the place where they're promoting this stuff. Connecticut, Georgia, you can read the, the, the law there where they had it. Maine, Pennsylvania, South Carolina, Vermont. It, there was either death or there were put to hard labor in some, which, again, you know, I, that's not what the Bible says to do. But in any case, those are some examples. And George Washington even drummed out of his army a man who was accused of, of sodomy, of, tempted, of attempted sodomy. Why did they want these kinds of things? Because 
doing this to the evildoer protected those who weren't engaged in that behavior. It kept their liberty intact. Look at how they've got us with the whole gun thing. And we're probably going to talk with David Rizalot in the next hour about this. Look at what they've done with us about gun laws. There is not a there is not an article, section, or clause within the United States Constitution that gives Congress the authority to legislate on arms. In fact, it's forbidden. The right of the people shall not be infringed to keep and bear arms, shall not be infringed. It's explicitly forbidden. All of these gun laws are unconstitutional, every single one of them. Do you know that we went from 1976 to 1927, 150 years, no gun laws? You, you, you dealt with people who committed crimes with guns, but you didn't deal with the gun. You dealt with the people who committed a crime with it. Same thing if they had a knife, same thing if they had a sword, a pencil, whatever, the, whatever they used. Okay? And now we've turned it around. We're blaming inanimate objects, and we're not blaming them. These tyrants are doing it, and why are they doing it? Because they want your guns. Because when they get your guns, they're going to do to you exactly what Gage and King George and all those guys wanted to do to our forefathers, and our forefathers says, uh-uh, you ain't getting it. That's the last straw. We're not having it. And guys, they are coming. They are going after the Second Amendment like nobody's business. They're going on it head-on. They're going around it. They're trying to tax your ammo. They're trying to tax your... All this stuff, all of it is a, a push to get your weapons. All right? Remember what the War of Independence got you and what was paid for it. Next hour, we're going to be on with David Rizzolata, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, SonsOfLibertyRadio.com. Be right back. Do you want to give you and your loved ones premium nutrition right now? Hi, I'm Jamel Bookaboo from TeamGaday.com and the GCN Longevity Health Team. Get your premium nutrition formulated by world-renowned naturopathic doctor, Dr. Joel Wallach at Wholesale, or also become a distributor and earn income while supporting this broadcast. Go to teamgaday.com via the shopping cart or contact form and I'll get back to you with support personally. That's teamgaday.com with longevity. Teamgaday.com. Silver has always been nature's very own antibiotic, and only one system allows you to generate an endless supply of natural silver solutions. SilverLungs.com. You'll find no wild claims or pseudoscience, just a lifetime of nano-sized pure silver solutions. The Silver Lungs Generator allows you to make your own, so stop paying for silver solutions. The unique lung delivery system targets respiratory infections where other silver solutions simply cannot reach. See the Silver Lungs Generator and Lung Delivery System at SilverLungs.com. That's SilverLungs.com. This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. 
Welcome back to the Friends of Liberty. Friends of Liberty Radio.com, Friends of Liberty Media.com. Second hour here. If you'd like to call in, one 9933 I want to finish up a couple of thoughts here. And then we've got David Rizzolata on the line. Let me give you a few more instances here. Look, <clears throat> we're not just having it, the oppression and the tyranny coming from government now. We are, America is not under American government right now. It is under fascism, plain and simple. That's what it's under. And check this out. Facebook now sending messages to some users asking about, quote, unquote, extremist friends. You know who they're coming after. You know who they're coming after. While, while, they're, while they're taking care of their pedophile buddies out there in child sex trafficking rings, by the way, we've got a report on that as well. What about the past 15 months where we've had the lawless actions of tyrannical governors and other people, people who aren't elected, bureaucrats, and everybody under the sun wanting to strap people with a face mask? Wanting them to stay away from relatives and friends at holidays. Ticketing them, even taking them to jail. We've got a pastor in Louisiana who got sentenced to 18 years in jail for opening his church. Now, i got to tell you, <laughs> if the British would have came to shut down the churches, I think the response of our forefathers would have been the same as it was when they came to take their guns. And in, in large measure, the church doesn't even know about what's going on in America. That pastor I told you about down in Louisiana. We know more about what's going on in Canada with, with our brothers up there than we even do here many times. And in large measure, the church in America just said they went along to get along. Oh, we're scared. And then they tried to justify it. Well, this is loving our brother. We put a mask on. We social distance. Now they're telling you that, and so are preachers. You need to go get the, 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 the experimental injection if you really love your neighbor. If you don't take it, you don't love your neighbor. That's not part of God's law as to what describes what love looks like. And think back to the words that Jesus had with the young man who came to him. He says, what is the greatest command? Love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with mind, and strength, and, and to love your neighbor as yourself. On these two, hang all of the law and the prophets. You want to know how to love somebody? Follow what God has said. You want to know how to hate somebody? Don't obey him. And you'll get along with it. You'll, you'll carry that out just fine. Now, with that said, they took a stand. And why I'm calling back to remembrance, and Terry is speaking about, you know, remembering those who've given their lives and has served to maintain what we once had, now we're losing it. I mean, we're, we've, we're just losing it. Our curses, our blessings are turning into curses, and God said as much that he would do that. I want us to remember that as we think on and as we celebrate Independence Day. That was a gift from God, people. That was a gift from God. And we have squandered it. We have said, no, we know better than you, Lord. We're, we're just going to do it our way. And, um, and that's why we're in the mess we're in. And to speak on some of that, of what's going on in that, is my friend David Rizzolata. And David has been uh, contributing to sites that I've been on at Freedom Outpost, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, uh, for several years now. And he's got a new book out, and it's called Without a Shot Indeed. Now, this is based off Nikita Khrushchev's 
uh, comments that they would take down the America without firing a shot. And indeed, that's what they're doing. They're doing it through the education system. They're doing it through the political arena. They're doing it in the churches. We had G. Edward Griffin on talking about the fact that some of these communists actually go to seminary and they go in the pulpit. I mean, they're not just in, you know, some guy who has an error here or there. They're specifically going into the pulpit to lead people astray. They are the wolf in sheep's clothing, as it were. And uh, so with that said, I want to welcome to the Sons of Liberty again, my friend David Rizzolata. Hey, man, how are you? Hey, Ken, how are you doing? I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I, the reason I wanted to have you on, and I tried to get a hold of David to kind of take that first hour, and then I was going to bring this part that I did in the last hour over in the second. But it's because you're dealing with this issue. In fact, you're, the title of your book says, in, in the, I guess the subtitle or whatever, Inducing Compliance to Tyranny Through Condition and Persuasion. How has that taken place in America today? Can you give us some examples of that, uh, David, and, and what the background is on that? Yeah, so what, what I've seen in the things that I've been studying, and it's all based on my own personal experience. As you know, when I was at NSU as a student in their social work program, I was specifically told that I wasn't fit for their program because I didn't believe in the white privilege ideology and social justice and all this. And, and I watched as they systematically got everybody, for example, to line up and admit that they that they didn't understand how racist they were until coming across this uh, white privilege education, and they basically had to admit it. So I, I basically asked myself a question. I said, well, how how did they do that? How are they getting people? And I think this is a question that a lot of people have. How are they getting kids in our school and our schools to so readily demand, not so much accept, but demand socialism? You know, how are they doing that? So there has to be a level of brainwashing. You know, people can say, yes, they're brainwashing our students, but how? You know, so that was the question that I had, and, and I went through, and for the past 10 years, I've been studying this and, and looking at it from a um, science of human behavior perspective is where, it all, is where it all led me. And there is so much that these people understand about how to take advantage of human behavior that, that if you're not studying that yourself, you are very ripe and very susceptible to the propaganda that they're going to throw at you. Uh, and so it all comes down to human behavior. And what I've done is I looked for, I looked for correlations between the different writings. And one of the first things that drew my attention, because I was in a social work program, and a lot of social work involves community organizing, and who is the king of community organizing? Saul Alinsky, right? So right here in Rules for Radicals, it says, any, roof of, any revolutionary change must be preceded by a passive, affirmative, non-challenging attitude towards change among the mass of our people. They must feel so frustrated, so defeated, so lost and futureless in the prevailing system that they are willing to let go of the past and chance the future. Okay? So, but the interesting thing is, is that in all these different things that I'm studying and reading, especially in communications, and persuasion, that same concept repeats itself over and over again. And most importantly, in a technique that I talk about in my book called Fear, Then Relief. And yeah. these things... Hang, hang on for a 
Yeah, David, hang on. Hang, hold that thought. We're going to be right back. we got to take a break here. TonsOfLibertyRadio.com, TonsOfLibertyMedia.com. If you want to call us, 1-866-582-9933. Be back on the other side. Ready to set brush fires of freedom in the minds of men? Well, start your engines with some high-octane truth-telling on the Sons of Liberty Morning Show. We'll bring you news and commentary from a Christian worldview using the Bible and the Constitution. Not to see who's on the right or on the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. Get on the inside track every weekday at 6 a.m. Eastern and Saturdays at 8 a.m. Eastern on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Bradley Dean and the Sons of Liberty are fighting the good fight of faith to make sure that freedom is preserved for our posterity for generations to come. Through our radio program, SonsOfLibertyRadio.com, and our media website, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, we are reaching the masses both nationally and internationally with the message of the gospel and the truth of our biblical and constitutional heritage. At SonsOfLibertyRadio.com, you will find out how to book Bradley Dean to speak at an event near you, how you can support us in reaching America with this uncompromising message, and how to become a son or daughter of liberty where you can financially support the work of the sons of liberty on a monthly basis and join with us in this fight to restore our nation check out sons of liberty media.com as well which has all the important news and information going on in the world today there you will find the black and white truth without all the lies you'll see in the mainstream media sons of liberty radio.com and sons of liberty media.com informative easy to use and a little fun too two sites that will change your life visit them today Wisconsin Christian News, a 48-page national newspaper unlike anything you've seen before. Hard-hitting commentaries, politically incorrect, vital news and information you can't get anywhere else. Get a free sample copy. Email rob at wisconsinchristiannews.com and mention the name Bradley Dean. Caution, side effects of this newspaper for liberals and evangelifish include, but are not limited to, uncontrolled fits of rage, weeping and wailing, and the urge to curl up in a fetal position in a safe space in your mama's basement. For over 20 years, Extendivite has been helping people. Here is a testimonial from Amazon.com. Glad I found this product. I am 51 years old and started getting headaches a couple of times a week. I went to the doctor and my blood pressure was a little high at around 150 over 95. I found out about Extendivite and I ordered some to try it. Immediately, I felt better and it lowered my blood pressure and my headaches went away almost instant. I have been taking it now for about four months, and I am so glad I found this product. You won't be disappointed. Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. That's H-E-A-R-T-D-R-O-P.com. Extend your life with If you want to call in, you got a question for David uh, Rizzolata, who's on the line with us, and we're talking about uh, his new book, Without a Shot, Indeed, Inducing in Compliance to Tyranny Through Conditioning and Persuasion. And, uh, David, we had to run there to the break there, so I appreciate you hanging on. And uh, you want to finish out your thought there? You were talking about wearing the people down in some measure. Right, so I was... um, making a point of some of the correlations I found between 
you know, uh, like Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radicals, for example, in actual academic um, research, you know, that that um, they use against us. So in Alinsky's book, he talks about how people can be brought to accept change they may not otherwise accept if they're brought to a point of hopelessness. Well, in this textbook I have called The Dynamics of Persuasion, you know, and, and I, I got this textbook from Liberty University, uh, there's a technique called fear, then relief. And that's fear, then relief. And the science behind that is that they know that if a person is uh, brought to a, deliberately brought to a state of fear, and then that stimulus is removed suddenly, that person is now far more apt to be um, easily persuaded into different things because of that overwhelming sense of relief. That is something they have discovered about human behavior. So that that's exact. Everybody knows this is what's going on. Um, that's what they did with the with the virus and the vaccine. They scared everybody with with all the right. propaganda on the TV about the virus, and then they promised the return to normality with the vaccine, hoping that that um, everybody would comply with it. And it's a good you know. Thank goodness that not everybody's falling for that. But, I mean, it, it, that's a, one of the examples that I'm talking about that I discuss in the book is one of the things that they know about human behavior and that they take advantage of. And interestingly enough, Tim, and here's another correlation. Um, now, this is a book that I wish I would have known about before I finished the one that I wrote. This book is called The Rape of the Mind, okay, and it was written by a guy named Juice Mirlo who was subject to the Nazi interrogation techniques before being able to escape Germany, at which point he became a psychologist for the Allied forces. And he had the opportunity to study the phenomena of brainwashing in the prison camps, okay? And he talks about this fear than relief strategy on page 130. And I'm going I'm to read from that real quick, just a quick paragraph. A quick paragraph here. He said, the totalitarians also, in their document on terror, call the technique of taking advantage of such relief the strategy of fractionalized fear. In a quiet period between acute tensions, they can easily condition their victims' minds. Hitler used the Munich period of appeasement in precisely this way. And so this is something that they've known about human behavior for a long time. And the deeper that I get into this particular book, the more I'm convinced that a lot of what they know about human behavior comes from this time period where people were studying the effects of uh, propaganda and fear and terror while people were in these prison camp situations. Yeah, David, as you're going through this, I'm thinking of several things. One, you talked about uh, they use it to wear down the people. And, mm -hmm. you know, I'm reminded of what happens in um, the book of Revelation, chapter 13. It says there, and it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And the power is given them all over kindreds and tongues and nations. But the idea there is, is this grinding down, this this. It's just continually wearing on them. And I think that's what we face every day in this country now. It's this this constant wearing on the people to grind yeah. them down, to give make them feel hopeless. And this is one of the things that the Sons of Liberty doesn't do is we don't fall into that 
uh, errant theology that has this gloom and doom, the world's going to hell in a handbasket kind of thing. Uh, we believe that Christ is king and that we are to advance the, the crown rights of King Jesus in every area of life, in every aspect that we have. And we do that in one way by not only feeding ourselves, but also feeding our children what the Word of God says. Deuteronomy 6, we're to teach them those things at God's command. So we, we set ourselves up to be, have some protection by being transformed by the renewing of the mind, as Paul says, and putting in the things God has said, whereas these guys are coming along and they're trying to manipulate us through emotion, through fear, and through name-calling. You're an Islamophobe, you're a uh, homophobe, you're an anti-Semite, you're whatever you are, uh, and they use that to try to make us be quiet and to not do what we're supposed to do, right? Absolutely. But there's more to it than that. It's... Um... So other correlations that I looked for and that I found, um, Cass Sunstein's book is referenced a lot in mine. I don't know if you know who Cass Sunstein is, right? Yep. Yeah, so he was um, Barack Obama's regulatory czar. During the Obama presidency, they signed an executive order, Obama did, authorizing the government to use social science studies to study our behavior to try to persuade us or push us into certain directions. So um, okay, uh, Sunstein's book is called Nudge. And a lot of what he talks about in there is, is what they know um, about people's ability to compare information. So like information that they're receiving right now compared to information that they, they knew to be true six months ago. So they have found that people really don't have the well, I, this isn't me talking, Tim. This is them talking. I don't believe this. I want everybody to understand that. I want people to understand that this is what they believe about you. They believe that people don't have the wherewithal about themselves to do the necessary work to compare what information they're receiving from the media right now and compare it to what they knew to be true six weeks ago. And that's something that you find um not only in Cass Sunstein's research and his book, but also I'm looking at a book that I'm reading off and on right now. It's called, uh, let me get to the cover page of it here. It's called Media Effects, Advances in Theory and Research. And this book is available right online. You know, I pulled this up from Google Scholar. Everybody, anybody can read this, and you can understand that the, pe the, me the people that, that, that come up with the media messages they, they devise these media messages based on what they believe about human behavior and how you process information. And that was one of the biggest points that I wanted people to understand in the, in the book that I wrote, is that at the end I said, if there's anything that you take from this at all, these people literally think that you're stupid. And, and they base all of their messaging and their, their, their communication strategies and their studies and all of that based on their preconceived bias that we are stimulus response organisms that are only capable of controlling our behavior insofar as how we react to the environment, basically B.S. Skinner's operant conditioning type ideas. Are you tracking? Yep, I see it. Yeah, I see and it exactly. In fact, David, in fact, David, would you say that in a large measure they have actually been, they've actually accomplished some of that on the populace that we see in America? I'm not saying everybody, but but there's been a good section that just go right along with that. 
Oh yeah, and and that goes again. There's you, you know there's there's a lot of a, a lot of research that goes into to to what level do people really want to take the necessary responsibility for their freedom? You know they they study that and they find over and over again that people are willing to take the easy route as opposed to taking the responsibility for themselves. And and the more, you know, like I was listening to Bradley yesterday, and he, he made a comment that prompted me to call him because he said, we are willingly making fools of ourselves, or we're willingly showing how stupid we are. And, and we are, because they, for example, when Dr. Burks came out on national television, and you know this is one that I harp on all the time, and you yep. do too, and we all should be. Yeah. She came out on live TV and admitted that they're labeling all COVID deaths or all deaths as being COVID. When we, you know, you, you remember that? Oh, yeah. I played the video several times. Yeah. Right? That's something that should have been, that should have driven the populace. That, that should have put everybody up in arms. You know what I mean? I mean, that should have put an end to the whole thing right there, that admission. But nobody responded to it. Nobody cared. Nobody's paying attention. Nobody knows how to make how to make any sense of what's going on because they're deliberately confusing you all the time. So when they come out and they make a statement like that, Tim, they're watching people not do anything about it. So then they think, well... They don't care. We can do whatever we want. We can get away with whatever we want. They're not paying attention. That's right. That's right. David, hang on. We're coming up against a break here. David Rizalot is with us. Without a shot, indeed, inducing compliance to tyrannies and conditioning and persuasion is his book. Check it out online. Uh, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, SonsOfLibertyRadio.com, 1-866-582-9933. We'll be right back. We've entered a time where sky truly is the limit and opportunity awaits. The Internet has become a platform of everyone's worldwide communications. Billionaires building businesses on platforms that didn't even exist a generation ago. But in the sea of noise, how can the voice of your business be heard? The secret is over a 100 years old. Radio, 228% more effective than TV. That's 228% more effective than television. Brick and mortar and cyber businesses alike have found radio to be the most effective for building a brand and delivering customers. Learn the secrets of radio advertising by calling 877-996-4327 or email advertise at GCNlive.com. That's advertise at GCNlive.com. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. USA Radio News. I'm Brad Bernards. A crew could demolish remaining units of the partially collapsed South Florida condo building as soon as Sunday, officials said, racing against time as Tropical Storm Elsa approaches the state. Otherwise, Elsa's winds, which might reach the area early next week, could topple the structure unsafely, officials said. A controlled demolition would temporarily halt search and rescue operations in the rubble of the already collapsed portions. 
Summer travel is in full swing. This holiday weekend is expected to be the busiest travel period we have seen since the beginning of the pandemic. Here's CBS's Elise Preston. Airport officials tell us passengers should arrive to the airports early as there is an abundance of travelers but a shortage of workers. And that's expected to be evident at airports today. This is USA Radio News. The two-decade war in Afghanistan has given U.S. spies a perch for keeping tabs on terrorist groups that might once again use the beleaguered nation to plan attacks against the U.S. homeland. But that will end soon. The withdrawal of U.S. troops from Afghanistan is leaving intelligence agencies scrambling for other ways to monitor and stop terrorists. Gazing at the mountain of rubble that had buried her father, uncle, and dozens of others, a 12-year-old girl moved away from her relatives, sat down by herself, and pulled out her phone. She opened a collection of psalms and began to pray. Ella Sheva Cohen's moment of reflection at the site of the Florida condominium collapse captivated the Surfside mayor and led to an introduction to President Joe Biden, who asked to meet her Thursday when he arrived to console families affected by the disaster. It's bad enough to lose somebody. But the hard part, the really hard part, is to not know whether they're surviving or not. This is USA Radio News. Have you heard the warning from the dead doctors don't lie guy? I'm talking about Dr. Joel Wallach. He says if you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol or high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, or other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. That's what he says. He has a free lecture revealing what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in this free lecture called Deadly Recipe. You want it free? Call them toll free at 855-79-YOUNG. You ready? 855-79-YOUNG. Young, Dr. Joel Wallach, the dead doctors don't lie guy, says there's no reason why we shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. Welcome back to Central Liberty, 582 And, uh, David, I've got got a couple callers on the air. I don't know. We've got some observations about ethnic groups from Jeff in Tennessee. And so let me take those calls right quick, uh, and then we'll get back to what you're talking about there. Uh, Jeff, welcome to the Sons of Liberty, man. Jeff from Tennessee. Hello. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm trying to get off this. I'm trying to cut off this headset. That's okay. Here we go. Let me get right on the phone because the uh, engineer says having trouble hearing. But anyway. I've been noticing that, you know, I'm in Tennessee. We've been open for a while. Uh, the mask mandate was lifted back May, you know, end of April, first of May, and still today, you go in stores, and specifically people of uh, of abundant melatonin uh, seem to still be wearing mass and, and it's a large number uh, the, the, those of us that are melatonin uh, devoid so to say you know what I'm saying you mean melanin you're referencing ethnic groups yes 
Yes. Okay. okay. Dark I got skin. Dark you mean melanin? Color. You mean melanin? Yeah. You mean melanin? Melanin. Not melanin. Yeah. Melanin. <laughs> yeah. Melanin. Okay. The, uh, the melanin. You know, uh, darker skin individuals are are still wearing their masks. And, well, there are and still older, there are still white and, people wearing them too. I mean, well, well, they really the majority of them are, are are the older generation. And you have you have some younger ones, and you have some parents who are, who had their small children still wearing them. The parents aren't, but the children are. But it shows it shows that they have have really pushed the idea that you know brown uh, to quote a phrase from a certain mayor in New York, brown people have a higher rate of getting this so-called infection than black-colored people. And well, we- I, it, yeah, I spoke with our health and wellness expert. Uh, no, it wasn't her. It was somebody else the other day, and they were going through some studies as well, and they were determining that, uh, you know, they had breakdowns of eth- ethnicities as far as who was being affected by this quote-unquote vaccine, this injection. And it might surprise people, but it were it was uh, those of Amish descent and those of uh, I think it was Israeli descent uh, who who had that uh, who had the least amount to worry about. So I know those things are going on. I know people of all colors are wearing masks. Um, and you know the fact of the matter is is that everybody should have just told them to take a hike when they said to wear a mask. I mean, they just should have done it. But I think what David has been bringing out, Jeff, is that the people didn't do that. They just succumbed to it. They succumbed to the lockdowns. They gave away their businesses. They gave away their jobs. All this stuff based on a fear tactic of something that had they had a, a great percentage of overcoming and living their lives uh-huh. like well, anything I, else. I wa- was watching a documentary last night from um, – the the about two two thousand fourteen two thousand sixteen that made the point that since two thousand and two and I, I know it goes back further than that with the twelve monkeys and and uh, uh, the one about the, the 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 monkey with you know the, that break loose uh, that the people have been programmed through the television and the movies through the entertainment industry That's right. to expect that, a pandemic, a, 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 an epidemic that's going to be so severe that there's going to be people dead in the streets if they don't do something, that they had to follow the rules because this is what's going to happen. And, that's right. And it goes on that line of, of what he's talking about. What he's saying is, is you know, uh, that's been talked about for for years and, yeah. and, uh, and what would be considered back then the underground circuit you know yeah. the, the the conspiracy theorists and and the uh uh right wingers yeah well it's about. just knowing it's just knowing what the truth is there that's really all it is yeah uh, jeff thank yeah. you thank you for the call man i appreciate you calling in we got another caller calling in uh dan in ohio welcome to the sons of liberty man Hey, uh, Tim, how you doing? Great show. Hey, uh, 
you know, people's continued compliance is empowering their tyranny. And at some point, that's right. these people, uh, they're going to turn into brown skirts. But, but uh, I, I wanted to bring up a couple points. Uh, notice that people are starting to wake up and starting to realize they have to take action. And all of a sudden, they roll out Donald Trump so people can go back into their shell and yes. say, oh, Donald Trump is going to fight for us, and they're going to they're gonna do nothing. It's just yep. like clockwork. Well, I'm sure we're going to hit on that with David in a minute. I'm sure about that after you made that comment, but go ahead. And and something else I'd I'd like to bring up, and and I kind of mentioned to Bradley, and I know he didn't feel good. I called you yesterday, two days in a row, but sorry to hog up your life. But, uh, you know, the the whole idea of this whole left-right paradigm is kind of like a plantation owner having a a bunch of slaves and telling the people, hey, look, I'm going to give you your freedom. You're going to be able to pick. Who leads you? You're going to be able to pick between me and my brother. And that's kind of the whole idea behind the the political system that we have, that we really believe there's a choice. These people are loyal to their political party and their donors before they even think about being loyal to their constituents. That's exactly right. That's exactly and, right. And uh, 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 another thing I wanted to bring up, is, uh, and this is something that a lot of people need to address. Number one, the pardons when Donald Trump left office. Why wasn't any of these people from January 6th pardoned? Yeah, he pardoned Kwame Kilpatrick, a guy who was a pimp, a drug dealer, mayor out of, uh, out of Detroit. Jonathan Pollard, a spy that sold secrets and was a traitor to our country. And, and, and let's, let's really look at something from a real perspective. If you guys remember, that you can talk about. If you remember last year when all the BLM and Antifa nonsense was going on, these people were being continually bailed out of jail. They didn't even serve a night yep. in jail. Well, yep. where's all the so-called Republicans and conservatives bailing out all the people from January 6th? Where are they at? Yeah, they're, they're not there. <laughs> they're not there. And uh, we're being played, Tim. We're being played. And this whole idea, this this Operation Warp Speed rushed through. And, and and I do not back the Democrats at all. I'm a conservative, but I have no expectations of the Democrats, unlike the Republicans who claim to be the good guys and claim to be on our side. Yeah. So, well, I appreciate it. So. Oh, go ahead, Tim. That's the thing that they've shown us, is that they're, they're unworthy of trust because they talk the talk, but then when it comes to walking the walk, they don't do it. And so they leave us going, I mean, after a while, after you've done it a couple of times, it's like, I already expect that out of you guys. We need to get rid of you guys. We need to clean the house there. Right. Where was Rand Paul and Ted Cruz and Jim Jordan last year when Anthony Fauci was still in charge, was running right. this whole operation before this whole idea was, was uh, people were just bathed in this, this, this uh, COVID tyranny. For all this time, nobody, they, they never stood up under the Trump administration while Trump right. had Fauci in charge. That's right. That's right. All this is leading to, to uh, is stemming from what David is talking about. And, Dan, I appreciate your call, man. Thank you for calling in. Uh, good to hear from you guys. And, again, the phone number is one eight six six five eight two nine nine three three. David, uh, do you want to address some of that? Because I know you've written a lot about that. you caught a lot of flack because you questioned how things had been set up. And, you know, we even had Donald Trump tell us the system's rigged, and then he won. Well, was it rigged for him to win? I want, I want to ask that question, because you've 
you've kind of laid out some of the stuff about how they're manipulating the people. They're obviously doing it in the, in the political sphere as well, too. Right. Well, I had a theory back in 2015 that uh, at the time I was submitting some articles to the Western Free Press, and they asked me to recant what I had said, and I told them no, and so I stopped writing for them. But there's a couple things that people need to look at. One, Trump owed George Soros a ton of money, and that loan was pretty much forgiven, that mezzanine loan. And two, Trump has been friends with the Clintons for a long time. He's always been a Democrat. He's donated money to Schumer and Pelosi. As a matter of fact, in his book, he says he supports universal health care, and he donated money to Pelosi the year that Obamacare was really being pushed. You know, so there's all kinds of evidence out there that shows that Trump is not a conservative. But here's the funny part. When Trump was campaigning, remember when he was campaigning and they were having massive protests show up everywhere he went, right? Remember that? My theory then was that because George Soros had paid off his loan and, and that, or forgiven his loan and that he had been friends with the Clintons forever. You got to remember that Hillary Clinton wrote her college thesis on Solomonsky's Rules for Radicals and How to Change the Government from Within. And the name of that paper was There is Only the Fight. And the title of that paper alludes to the idea that Alinsky said in this book, the only thing that matters is their revolution. Their means and ends moralist, man. The ends justify the means. It doesn't matter what they do to accomplish their agenda. They'll do anything. So Donald Trump has all these protesters going wherever he goes. And my theory was is that they were staged protests to all of a sudden get to, to create the illusion that Trump represented something or that conservatism represent, represented something that needed to be fought, you know, that needed I, to be I, resisted. I I think you're probably right about that, Dave. We're coming up against a break here. Last segment coming up uh, on the other side of the break. SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, SonsOfLibertyRadio.com. 1-866-582-9933 is last time you get in. If you want to get in, you got a question for David or a comment to make, love to take you on. See you. Hang on to the other side. At the Sons of Liberty, we are in the trenches doing what it takes to protect our liberty. If you are already supporting our work as a son or daughter of liberty, we cannot say thank you enough. All we do is made possible by the generosity of faithful supporters like you. Together, we are having a positive impact on the future of this country we all love so much. If you have not yet partnered with us financially, we ask you today to consider becoming a son or daughter of liberty. Call one 866 or online at sonsoflibertyradio.com. Be a part of the team that brings responses like this. Hi, my name is Terry, and I am a daughter of Liberty. I've been listening to Bradley Dean on sonsoflibertyradio.com now for about six months. Bradley has inspired me for the first time in my life to stand up for godly principles upon which this country was founded. He has reminded me that where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Thank you, Bradley Dean. Become a son or daughter of Liberty at sonsoflibertyradio.com. Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? It only takes about 30 seconds. The MacTech carbine upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. 
It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pau Diarco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus doesn't grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system. And it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. A one-pound package of tea is $34.95 plus shipping. To order, please visit ShopSuperTea.com. That's Shop, S-H-O-P, Super, S-U-P-E-R, T-E-A, dot com. So the complete website is ShopSuperTea.com. Or call us at 818-984-6100, Monday through Saturday, 9 to 5, California time. That's ShopSuperTea.com at 818-984-6100. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. Welcome back to the final segment of Sons of Liberty, SonsofLibertyRadio.com, SonsofLibertyMedia.com. You know, during the break, somebody made a mention uh, of something that uh, Trump said uh, there, and I want to tie this back into what we're talking about. But he was on the Larry King Show, and one of the things he said, this was leading up into November, he says, the Second Amendment is on the ballot in November. The only way to save our Second Amendment is to vote for a person that you all know named Donald Trump, okay? That was his words, Okay. That's what he said. Now, how many of us really know Donald Trump? Well, we know he's, you know, real estate mogul kind of guy. We, we know he's been on the, uh, the, the show there. I, don't, I never watched it. The uh, Apprentice, where he's telling people you're fired. We know this much about him. We know he's been married three times. We know um, now we know, uh, for people who didn't know, that he had a, a lot of interaction with Ghislaine Maxwell uh, or Ghislaine Maxwell, I'm sorry, uh, Jeffrey Epstein and such. And you say, well, he kicked him out. Yeah, a couple of years before he's running for uh, office. But before that, there's there's years and years of where they were friends, where they were meeting. We've got photos of them. In fact, one, uh, his son had to pull down a tweet about uh, Ghislaine being at uh, Chelsea's wedding the, with the Clintons because everybody jumped on him and started dumping all the pictures of Donald Trump with Ghislaine. So, the question then becomes, and I think David's right on it, is this is part of the Hegelian dialectic, and David has written plenty on this as well. They give you the problem. They build up the problem so big, like with the illegitimate, not a natural-born citizen uh, usurper of the White House, Barack Hussein Obama, Sator Sabarka, and everybody <laughs> sees all of what he's done, and then they bring in Trump as though he's going to be the guy that is going to do it all right. Now, there are things that Trump did good. I, you know, I've told people, I said, what I've seen on, on this pedophilia stuff, I mean, he went out of, after it like no other president. I mean, I, I saw the numbers, if they can be believed. 
he was going after pedophilia like nobody's business. But when it comes to the Second Amendment, one of the things that David and I were both in agreement on was the bump stock bans uh, were going to lead to other things. And we're seeing that now with the ATF wanting to do this with pistol braces. And then the other thing was the, the big thing that's more than just the Second Amendment. Boy, it's attacking almost all of the Bill of Rights. And that was the red flag laws, which his DOJ were bribing the states to put in place to confiscate your guns. It is not gun control. It is gun confiscation because every law they write is to take your guns. David? Yeah, oh, for sure. And uh, in my opinion, that's a great example of that fear then relief principle that I was talking about earlier because people were so worked up that Hillary Clinton could have won. And then when Trump won, there was euphoria. You know, I mean, it was such a state of relief. I want you to listen to this real quick. It says, fear and relief works for two reasons. First, the, the relief experience when the threat is removed is reinforcing. It becomes associated with the second request for compliance, leading to more compliance. Second, the ensuing relief places people in a state of, and this is in quotes, temporary mindlessness, preoccupied with the danger that could have snared them and their own supposed carelessness, individuals are distracted. Now, one more thing. Now, in my book, at the beginning of every chapter, I have a quote from one of the sources that are important to the chapter. And so and on chapter eight, where I talk about fear appeals and COVID-19, I, I quote from this textbook again, and it says this, devising an effective fear appeal is to some extent an art. But is it an art? It is an art that requires a scientist's appreciation of the intricacies of human behavior. So think about that for a minute. These people are studying behavior to the point where, where, where they're taking our, our most intimate behaviors, our most detailed behaviors, our most detailed responses to things and taking advantage of it and learning how to frame better messages to get us to comply in an attempt to get us to comply with what they want. That doesn't always work. Sometimes fear, fear you know, messages backfire and all this and all that. And I talk about that in the book a little bit too. But by and large, you can look out in society and you can see, yeah, this stuff works. They've got a pretty good, solid understanding of how to push different groups in different directions um, and how to frame different messages for different groups of people, you know, and yeah, they when, it comes to Donald, when it comes to Donald Trump, the, a lot of his supporters, and you've experienced this just as much as I have, I can't tell you how many groups on Facebook I was kicked out of by pointing out the, the, the bump stock ban and how the ATF redefined machine gun and the red flag laws. Basically, a lot of the people on the right Accepted a shift to the left. That's exactly what they And then they cast right. They say, "Well, you must support Hillary, or you must be a Democrat, or whatever." Right. And it has nothing to do with that. Now, let's take that back to the the way of what. Let's take scripture of because we've been going through Ephesians um, at church, Ephesians six specifically, and talking about the armor of God. Now, if we have the truth on our side, if we're if we're feeding ourselves the truth, if we know what the truth is. 
We're going to hold to that. And so when it comes to the stuff in, in, within our government, we're going to look to the Constitution. We're going to look to the Bible. But these guys aren't upholding what they said they would hold. And then you're showing that I, – I don't know if I – brainwashing is a part of it, but there's this uh, uh, conditioning, this, this conditioning that's yeah. been on. And so when, the, when the, the people think they've got the right guy in there, is going to be a constitutionalist. And when he does unconstitutional things, they go, oh, well, he's better than whoever the other person would be. And they shrug it off even though he's violating the law and he's violating their rights in the process, and they think they're okay in doing it. They think they're justified. This, I think this is what you're getting at in the conditioning of the way the mind, it, it's like this cognitive dissonance. You, you, you yep. know something's wrong, but it's because you're a guy, you let him get away with it. And then now think about for a minute the, what the people that are orchestrating all of this, think about the so-called deep state. You know, my opinion is that the deep state coined the term deep state, you know. But just imagine them for a minute. They're sitting back and they're going, huh, look at all those right-wingers accept bump stock bans and red flag laws. How do we get them to accept more of that? And then they go to work to try to figure it out by looking at the way we behave and how we react to things. You following what I'm saying? Yep, I, I completely get it. And a lot of that, I, I'm, I'm tempted to say, and it's probably true, I've seen some uh, documentation of this and some things that I've read, a lot of it they're learning straight off of social media. Tim, the last chapter of my book, you know, and I hate to keep going back to it, but the last chapter I cited a study that they did, two studies, but one of them specifically focused specifically on attitudes about social distancing and mask wearing on social media in real time so they can better learn how to frame their message to get more compliance. It was happening as people were making comments about these things. They were there studying in this, the, 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 you know, Tim, the other day somebody made a comment about some of my articles, you know, and I take a very academic approach to writing. I, I cite everything APA style. There's reasons why I do that, but somebody said that my writing was too abstract. And if you know what abstract means, that means devoid of reality. And I kind of took that personally because everything I cite goes back to a left-wing source, a journal, a psychology journal, an academic journal, to show readers what it is that these people think and how they they go about doing what they do, you know. And so this study was done. It's cited in my book. It shows you exactly how they got into the groups on Facebook, how they kept track of their attitudes and their compliance, and how they learned how to frame the message to get better compliance in real time. Yes, that happens, without a doubt. Yeah, I believe it. I believe every bit of that. David, we're coming up against the end of the show here, and I want to give you time. Uh, we got about 30 seconds or so for you to do that. I think, something like that, 30, 40, 50 seconds, somewhere in there. Uh, tell people where they can read some of your stuff and uh, where they can get your books. Well, of course, every Sunday I send you an article um, to Sons of Liberty Media, and my own website is defenseofournation.com. Um, the book's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million. Just look up the last name or look it up by title. I have three books, actually. The first one is without a shower, um not on my watch, exposing the Marxist agenda in education. The next one was Psychopolitics in America, a Nation Under Conquest. And then the third one, Without a Shot Indeed, Inducing Compliance to Tyranny Through Conditioning and Persuasion. All right. That's David Rizzolata. 
And, uh, David, we appreciate you taking time out of your day and uh, coming on the Sons of Liberty here. Thanks, man. Always enjoy it, Tim. Thanks. Uh, yeah. And, uh, guys, here's what I want to leave you with. Remember those who pledged their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor on this Independence Day. And then remember the one who gave the ultimate sacrifice on behalf of sinners that he might reconcile them unto God that we might be children of God, right? You guys have a great weekend, great Lord's Day in the fourth, and I'll be back with you Monday morning, Lord willing, to have uh, a back to this. See you then. Hey, everybody. If you've ever thought about heirloom beans as a storable survival food, I've got great news. In fact, I'll bet it's the best news you've heard in a while. Here's the thing. We've just received a fresh batch of gourmet heirloom beans, survival soup beans, These beans are gorgeous, highly nutritious, and above all, with no hesitation whatsoever, the best tasting beans in the entire world. The best part? We've dropped the price by 33% this week for listeners who know higher food prices are coming and want an inflation hedge you can actually eat if you want to. Gets even better. With your permission and with a high regard for your health and well-being, I also want to send you two pounds of what we think is the single most underrated superfood in the world, period. Go to SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. And discover the real reason we're giving this unusual superfood away. At SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com.